Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The Braves have been making a lot of moves, and some of them are a little confusing because some guys that like a week ago got picked up and then they were let go, and we've got to make some sense of all this. Well, we have somebody that's going to help us. He's intrepid with the rapier wit, knowledgeable, stable, solid as a rock, and a wonderful dancer, Grant McCauley. Hello, Grant. Hey, good afternoon, gentlemen. <laughs> Best baseball man in town is here. By the way, congratulations on your engagement. Saw the photos on social media. Thank you so much. This uh, would say the highlight of 2022. Nice. Yeah, man. All right, so let's go uh, chronologically, or let's go with the big one. I guess we'll start with the Murphy deal. It really sounds like a steel grant if he can do the things which he's projected to do, which is kind of like be a poor man's Real Muto. Yeah, it really is. And the thing I looked at when they traded the, what, half a dozen prospects, well, half a dozen players, including William Contreras ending up with the Milwaukee Brewers, was that if you're going to bring over Sean Murphy, even with three years of control, it kind of seemed to fall right in that sweet spot for an extension. So I'm not really surprised to see that thing happen. And I think it does make the Braves better. Obviously, behind the dish, the trade had already done that. But having him around, particularly with some of these rules changes where it could be more of a base running league, we'll kind of find out if that is, in fact, going to be a thing with fewer pickoffs and the bigger bases and all that stuff. But, you know, Sean Murphy is already one of the probably two best defensive catchers, with Real Muto being the other one. But he's the guy that you're going to have who's younger, who does have offensive upside, and that you're going to be paying about half of what JT Romito is making on the average season in his Phillies deal. So a great pickup, a nice extension, and just another piece that the Braves have put in place to make sure that they have a core of players together for this window of contention to stay open as long as possible. And this window is starting to look like the decade of the 2020s. Uh, a stealthy good deal by Alex Anthopoulos trading for a Lucas. Is it Lutke? Is that the name? Uh, yeah, yep. yeah, that's the, about that. the that I, I got from the Yankees, yeah. I think it could pay some dividends. A left-handed arm like that, his numbers have been good. This is something uh, this fan base could really appreciate if he has the success he had the last couple of years. Yeah, and I think it was important to continue to add depth from the left side to the bullpen because you're going to be without Tyler Matzik all season after that Tommy John surgery he underwent in October of last year. So going out and finding somebody who has had some success, this is not, you know, you're not going out there looking at getting a high leverage reliever, but somebody who can come in in the fifth, sixth, seventh inning, get some important outs for you, and just allow you to continue to use A.J. Minter in the way that you have. You're going to, I think, going to hope that Dylan Lee can continue to show the promise that he did last year as somebody who can get outs on the left side as well. And this is a very deep bullpen. I mean, despite the the departure of Kenley Jansen and maybe moving Rice Iglesias in the closer, which I think is something we all expected, this is still a group that should be able to get you a lot of big outs. And when you stack it with the rotation that the Braves have, with depth at that fifth spot, even after making this trade, they bring in Sean Murphy. 
this is a very talented group. So if offensively speaking, the Braves are able to do anything close to what they did last year, continuing to add depth and solid pieces that help your pitching staff out is probably going to result in a lot of wins. And that, of course, is what the Braves are planning for. It is our man, Grant McCauley, the best baseball man in town. Of course, uh, pitchers and catchers, as Rob said, I guess the first team that's going to get him back is the but the Rays on Valentine's Day. So before you know it, Grant, we're back in business. Uh, what about this, yep. uh, the outfielder? This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The kid from the Rangers we picked up, what's that all about? Eli White. Yeah, I think more is just outfield depth for the Braves and somebody who can run extremely well, who's a very talented defensive outfielder, hasn't had a lot of opportunity at the big league level and hasn't hit a whole lot yet, but still somebody that I think when you're looking at your 40-man roster, you want to be able to have the depth and the options that even if this is a guy that spends a lot of time playing in AAA Gwinnett, if you do need him because of an injury, because of whatever it may be, just continuing to have those pieces available to you. So a couple of the other guys that got cut loose, Lewin Diaz, Hoy Park, these are guys I think the Braves would like to see slip through waivers and maybe end up back on minor league deals and end up at AAA Gwinnett as well. So, you know, it's just continuing to add these depth pieces. I know these are not the exciting moves that have you, you know, looking at the opening day lineup in a completely different way. But it is important, as we've seen, over the course of 162 games, to have players that can help you out, sometimes in little ways or for just a period of time, that can help you get through some of the injuries or inconsistencies that will happen over the course of that long season. Well, apparently Steve Cohen is saying luxury tax be damned. Mets are uh, approaching, what, a half billion dollars uh, yeah. as a payroll. Uh, talk about that. It, it could backfire spectacularly or, or it could work. But I know if I'm a fan, I, I love the fact that my owner is at least trying to invest in the team. Yeah, and I think Mets fans should obviously be very excited about this because they just had to wander through the wilderness that was the Will Ponds administration with right. that club. I mean, and the money that was spent was not spent extremely well. And, you know, they were a club that had, and they still are, a team that's looking for a championship for the first time in a very long time. So we'll see how all of that plays out. we got to see how this Carlos Correa deal plays out yeah. because I've never seen an off season <laughs> where one guy goes out and gets himself two separate decade-plus-long deals for $300-plus million dollars but can't seem to get across the finish line with either one of them. So that, I think, is the, you know, the, the coup de grace for their offseason. Some of the other moves that they made, keeping Brandon Nimmo, uh, you know, keeping Edwin Diaz, those are not altogether surprising. Verlander coming in, Jacob deGrom departing, you know, going out and getting some other players. And clearly they've been very busy. They've spent, as you mentioned, about $800 million in free agent contracts if this Correa deal goes through. Mm. These are the things that they needed to do in order to be able to maintain what they did a year ago. But I would even say that they haven't necessarily spent so frivolously that all of it could blow up in such spectacular fashion because if you fast forward a couple of years, they only have, I believe, $124 million on the books. So all of a sudden, their crazy $280 million payroll that they're trotting out there for 2023, it may look completely different in a couple of years. That's the crazy thing about all this. 
It is Grant McCauley with us here, guys. Kind of doing like a debrief on all the things the Braves have done in the last couple of weeks. So, yeah, it's actually AA's master plan. Correa will fall to less than $100 million. We'll get him with a Groupon. <laughs> uh, by the way, since I haven't had a chance, Grant, to talk to you since you were on vacay, I was on vacay. Do, do you feel that, I mean, like, I get it, it's sound financial sense, but with Dansby literally giving the ultimate hometown discount, do you mm-hmm. feel you lose a little bit of your identity and your core, or, and, and does, or does that not matter moving forward with all the, all the young guys we've got on this team? No, I would never say that doesn't matter because I do think that that kind of stuff is important, and I do think that Dansby Swanson, and I know he came in and spent a, a considerable amount of time with you and Carl one afternoon and talked in depth about you know, his identity being an Atlanta sports fan, wanting to play for the Atlanta Braves, getting the opportunity to do that. The fact that he was going to be the captain of his ship in free agency, we weren't going to be unpacking all the emotions later on because, you know, of a lockout and, and an agent did this or that, or none of the stuff that we really went through with Freddie Freeman was going to be on the table with Dansby. But I think from a dollars and cents perspective, the Braves offer, which I believe checked in at around five or six years and around $100 million, even if they were able to come up, you know, 15 or $20 million and say it was six and 120, you're still talking about a guy leaving nearly $60 million on the table. And I just don't think that Dansby is going to be able to drop to that level to make that deal happen. And I don't think that the expectation should be on players getting the free agency and leaving that kind of money on the table, because this is a completely different conversation than say some of these, you know, we call them the club friendly contracts that the Braves have signed these extensions with some of these young players you got to think about it. these young players are going to be making basically the major league minimum for the first three years. Then they get into arbitration where they get some incremental raises, which is really nothing to write home about the first couple of years before maybe getting into that third or even fourth arbitration year and finally jumping up to 15, 17 or $20 million. These extensions that we've seen are one thing. Free agent contracts are a totally different deal. And I think that Dansby was probably looking at that six and one forty that we saw Javier Baez and Trevor story get a year ago as kind of the baseline for him. Six and 140 is a lot less money than Carlos Correa, Trey Turner, Xander Bogarts, or, or, or Corey Seager, for that matter, uh, a year ago. So I, I feel like these two sides were just so far apart that, unfortunately, it wasn't going to make sense from that, that uh, perspective, the dollars and cents side, even if there was a lot of mutual respect and a desire for Dansby to stay in Atlanta. It just was not a thing that was going to work out. And over time, it just kind of became more and more obvious, and a club stepped up and, and gave him a deal. I'm happy that he got that deal because I feel like he went out there and played every single day and earned it. Um. Grant, Mike's been just crapping all over the Braves' uh, starting rotation, has zero faith in it. Do you think they need to <laughs> I wouldn't categorize it as that. I just want to see more pitching. It's hyperbole. I'm we just kidding. We have run out of pitching two of the last three postseasons, yep. Grant. Do we have enough pitching? You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Yeah, I, I think that they've got the group that they need to have. But even you look at this last year in the offseason, and all credit to the Phillies because they came out and, and played in the NLDS and they advanced, they beat the Braves, and they moved on. But you got Max Fried, sick as a dog. You got Spencer Strider, who was injured, came back, made his first start in a number of weeks, clearly wasn't looking the same. And Charlie Morton gets hit with a line drive for the second consecutive year. Right. Those things did not add up in the Braves' favor, but that's the kind of thing that. You know, no matter who it is, I mean, you can't really plan around those kinds of things. I mean, the Strider injury, ill times and unfortunate. The Max Fried sickness thing, we could probably, you know, go out and play the next 20 seasons and you won't see another starting pitcher going through that in the middle of the playoff run for his club. It's just an unfortunate timing thing. 
I feel like at the end of that rotation with the guys that you have, with Bryce Elder, with Ian Anderson, and with hopefully Mike Soroka in this mix, it's a solid four. But I would not rule out seeing the Braves, depending on how the season goes, using some of this money that they are going to continue to spend and invest in this club, maybe looking at a way to upgrade this rotation in season when and if they need it in order to get this club a little bit better. Because the bullpen looks great. Yeah, you can add hitters, and I wouldn't rule that out ever because you can always add a little bit more offense, and we've seen Alex do that. But this may be kind of the area that you monitor throughout the season where when the Braves look to upgrade their pitching staff instead of relievers, maybe they go out and get a starter that can stick around for a little bit longer than, say, the last couple of three months of the year and be part of this team a little bit longer term. Well, we're seeing the Mets spend, and, of course, the uh, Phillies are bringing uh, Trey Turner. Is it a three-team race in the NL East coming up? Are the Marlins going to emerge and improve also? Uh, They could improve incrementally, but, I mean, this is a club that is still very much trying to find. I think its identity is is very much trying to – find a number of different pieces. The offseason Gene Segura move is probably not going to stem the tide for them, but the Nationals are in a full-blown rebuild. The Marlins have been in a rebuild for a while since they blew up that outfield and traded Yelich and Stanton and Ozuna away and J.T. Romuto not long after that. So I don't expect a lot of change from those clubs, but they have a nice pitching staff the Marlins do, led by Alcantara, Pablo Lopez, a nice pitcher, a couple of those other arms. Maybe they could take a step forward at some point this year, but I got excited about the Marlins a year ago thinking, hey, maybe this pitching is going to carry them to a, a wild card spot, but then the offense was abysmal and just things didn't work out for them. So unless you're a huge Sandy Alcantara fan, I don't know that there's a whole lot else. Maybe Jazz Chisholm, if he gets healthy, can take a step forward. They're still looking to add a lot of pieces around a couple of really young, exciting players. Hey, real quick, I know we got to catch a break. So the new leader of the Braves is Ozzy Albies, or he's just, it was Ozzy Albies? Or is Austin Riley going to I don't know. I think Austin Riley's a guy. I also think Travis Darno is an important voice in that clubhouse okay. as well. I know Travis wasn't a homegrown Brave that's been around for a long time, but I, I do think that he's added an awful lot in the couple of years he's been with the club. So mm-hmm. I would expect that kind of thing to continue. But it, it, the Braves have always felt like, at least to me, even though you had some figureheads like Freddie Freeman have been around for a while, and, and obviously Dansby's been around for a while, is gone now. This is still, to me, more of a group team effort, more so than one guy who rallies the troops and takes them out onto the field to follow his lead, you know, day in and day out. You can, I think you lead by example, and the Braves have a lot of guys who've done that really well. Well, Grant, we appreciate you uh, taking time off from watching the Pinstripe Bowl to uh, join us today. So that's a good thing. Oh, happy to do that. You know my affinity for Pinstripes, so anytime <laughs> I get a chance to talk a little Braves baseball, I'll take the opportunity to do it. Happy New Year, brother. <laughs> we'll talk to you soon, man. Thank you. Thank you. Happy New Year's, guys. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network.